We now begin the 24th and final parak of Shabbos, sorry to say. And this mission will start talking about one who's in the tricky predicament of finding himself on Friday afternoon, late to get home, having his wallet in his pocket, and facing the terrible dilemma of deciding whether to carry his wallet home, therefore transgressing the Isra Dorais of Hotza, carrying on Shabbos, um, or to leave his wallet, abandon it where it is, in which case he loses his money. Now, Chazal understood that faced with such a predicament, many people would make the wrong decision and leave their money in their pocket and carry it home and do the Isra Doraisa. And to prevent that from happening, they were lenient and introduced a few um, leniencies when it comes to to um, the usual Isra Dorabanan that apply to Shabbos. So our mission here is going to give um, two etas, two possibilities of how one can get his wallet safely home um, and yet not do an Isra Dorais of transferring on Shabbos. And there's actually a third possibility, which I'll mention in a moment uh, when I get there, that the Gemara suggests as well. So the, the first possibility the mission is going to suggest is Misha Hishchich Baderach. If a person's on the road and it's getting dark on Friday afternoon, he is permitted to give his wallet to a Gentile. Meaning you're going to ask the non-Jew to transfer the wallet home for you. Now, normally the rule is that to request a non-Jew to do malacha for you on Shabbos is asr. That's the isr of amir la'akam, requesting something of a malacha to be done on your behalf by a non-Jew. And that's forbidden. And the reason it's forbidden is because the non-Jew is actually essentially acting as your agent um, is doing a malacha, which is certainly not in the spirit of Shabbos, and therefore the rabbis, um, it's an extension of you. Um, and therefore the rabbis made asking a non-Jew to do malacha on your behalf forbidden. That's Amir La'akum. We've discussed it a number of times elsewhere in the Masechta. So here we're saying Amir La'akum is going to be mutter, and we're going to relax the prohibition against it in this particular scenario, simply because the alternative is much worse. Having a non-Jew transfer the wall on your behalf is much, much less bad than transferring it yourself, and therefore we're going to be lenient. So that's possibility number A. Now, what if there simply isn't a gentle handy to request to bring the wallet home? So then, if a person were traveling with a donkey, he could put the wallet, or whatever it is, on a donkey and have the donkey bring it into town for him. This is also very tricky because the Torah prohibits one for having his animal, his draft animal, his, his livestock, his animals, etc., um, to do work on Shabbos. In fact, there's both in mitzvahs ase and a love against doing that. There's a requirement to rest your animals, your shor and chamor on Shabbos. There's also an iser um, of working your Shabbos. We talk about behemtacha and needing to um, not to do um, work on Shabbos. We make kiddush every, every Shabbos morning. So, um, this is a tricky business. So normally we say that if one would put something on the back of an animal and then cause the animal to walk to bring it for him, that would be the Isser Dorais of Mechamer, called Mechamer. Now, if that's true, if it's an Isser Dorais, to have your animal carry for you, so then why in the world are you permitting the guy to do it? So the answer is, and that wouldn't be better than him carrying himself. There's an Isser and an Isser. It's both are Asser. So the reason why is because we could have the animal not do the full Malacha. This is... This is um nuanced, but here's the idea. The same way when it comes to a person, to be high of midoraisa for doing hotzah, transferring in the Rosh Hashanah, that would be actually Havara technically, transferring Rosh Hashanah. So, um, that requires both the Akira and the Hanacha, picking it up, setting the 
object the while it's into motion, then transferring it for almost in the Rosh Hashanah, and then letting it come to rest, the, the Hanacha. Now, if the act of transference lacks, lacks either the Akira or the Hanacha, then Midoraisa, the Malach has not been done. So here the snare is going to be that if you're going to have your donkey carry the wallet home for you, you have to first have um, pick up the wallet yourself and have the donkey walking. Once you pick up the wallet and the donkey's walking, to put it on donkey's back um, means that the akira was done by you. So if later on the donkey comes to rest, then the hanach will be done by the donkey. But since you did the akira and the donkey did the hanacha, the donkey will not have done the technical isodoraisa, and that will be better than you doing it yourself. So that's going to be the scenario here, that you're going to use the animal to carry it, but you're going to make sure that the donkey doesn't do the akira, so that when it does the hanacha later on, um, or if it does the hanacha later on, then um, you won't have done the issue of the raisa. If the donkey stops mid midway and it starts up again, again, the same po- scenario would have to happen. You'd have to, again, do the akira yourself, because the donkey now stopped, and then when the donkey gets halfway home, then when the donkey starts moving again, you'll put the object back on the donkey, and so on. Now, there is a third possibility, which would be relevant if a person had neither a Gentile nor a donkey handy to bring his wallet home, and that would be the method of transferring pachos, pachos, ma'arba amos. Transferring in increments, each increment being less than four amos. So that means the person does the akira, he moves, let's say, three amos towards his destination, and then does hanacha, he stops. Then again, he starts doing the akira, moves three more amos, and then again, hanacha stops. That method, of course, would be that although he is ultimately affecting the transfer of the object, since technically he didn't do any act that had a kira and then a transference of four almost before doing the hanacha, so again, the isra is not being contravened, it's just an isra durabanan, and that is that is a third possibility. The Gemara says, while that is a possibility, it's the least um, desirable of the three, and in fact, so much so that the Mishnah doesn't mention it. And the reason why is because a person is liable to make a mistake in his estimation of just how much Arba almost is. And if a person thinks what is really three almost is really four almost, then he will inadvertently do the malacha of Hotzah on Shabbos, being Ma'avir transferring the Rosh and that would be terrible. That being the case, we don't want to publicize the solution because people can make a mistake, but indeed it is a third possibility in the event he has no other option. And the mission continues. This fellow who's transporting his whatever it is, Walt, etc., on the back of his donkey. Once he's reached the city where he's traveling to, and he reaches the closest outdoor um, courtyard. So that means um, the outer courtyard. We don't mean outer courtyard, meaning he lives like in a series of concentric courtyards. What we mean is the first place he arrives to in the city where he can safely deposit his belongings and he can safely expect to find them after Shabbos there. They're no longer at risk of being stolen necessarily. So once he reaches that Chitzona, the outer chatzer, the outer chatzer meaning the one that's the farthest out of the city, close to the entrance of the city. So then he has to stop. No tell esa He can take whatever utensils are allowed to be. They're not mukta ones, which he can take by hand. Those he can take and put elsewhere because they're not mukta, and he's now in a place where there's there's a, an air of whatever it is, or shusayachit. And v'she'en whatever is mukta. So fine, it's not going to be hotzah because there's rishosiyach etc. Um, but it's a mukta, so he can't carry it, and therefore simply matirasa chavalim. He just unties the ropes that are securing whatever it is he's transporting on the back of his donkey. Again, we're not talking about the malach of matir here, 
something like that. You know, whatever. So he's undoing so much as mutter to undo. And then vasakin noflin malehen, the baskets will simply, or containers, saddlebags, will fall by themselves, and whatever's inside them will fall to the floor, and he won't do any direct touching of it, which would be the Isra of Muktzah, and then after Shabbos he'll collect his belongings. The point being that one can be lenient, and, um, excuse me, one may not be lenient, and one can't, you know, contravene the halachas of Muktzah just because he was transporting before. What's Muktzah has to not be touched or moved directly, um, but left till after Shabbos.